0: It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Welcome back, everybody. Today on the show, Jeffrey Mar- Martinovich probably yes, just, just, just crushed his... Okay. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. <laughs> anyway... Jeffrey is a first Gulf War veteran, MBA, and CEO of Jam Accelerator, a business consulting and incubation firm. We're going to be talking about his book, Just One More, The Wisdom of Bob Bukovich. Uh, I'm just excited to have him here and to be able to, uh, I guess, find out a lot about his book and some of his background. And, and and one of the things that we want to take away is how we can harness the Starbucks type of mindset. and also uh, instead of competing with everyone, let's talk about maybe collaborating or mentoring or anyway, so we're gonna, so this is some of the takeaways that we're going to get into today. Jeffrey Martinovich, welcome.
1: Thank you, Bert. Thanks so much for having me today.
0: You bet you bet all right. So I got to ask you, you know, you're, you're hanging out and all of a sudden, bam. You get inspired. What, what inspired you to write the book?
1: Well, uh, the, the quick background uh, on giving me the opportunity to write the book is I, I had an investment firm and suffered through the 2008 financial crisis like everyone. That was painful, but we did survive it. But what I didn't survive was kind of the regulatory government backlash after that. And uh, in, one of our, in our company, they accused us of some nefarious activities in one of our hedge funds. Uh, I'm the only silly guy in the, in the country to stand up and say, no, we didn't do that. And no, I won't accept that offer. And no, I won't settle. So I chose to go to trial against the federal government and uh, turn down three plea offers which uh, at the time, nobody told me that 98.5% of those all ended in convictions. Uh, So I ended up, crazy story, one day running a billion dollar company, the next day sentenced to 14 years in federal prison and and not the nice ones on TV. Uh, And so so I went away and uh, before I could fix all this, I certainly had time on my hands and I had written a business book that has about 40 chapters. The funny part is about 25 chapters are on how to make a billion and the other 15 are don't be dumb like me and lose a billion dollars. Uh, And so we had these 15 chapters left over, which were really more like life lessons, not really for a business book. Um, And so it was the perfect opportunity uh, to take the time and uh, put this book together, and it really evolved into the story, and and uh, so it it was a great opportunity. Uh, and again, it it had a good ending at the end, um, but that's how the book came about. You didn't you didn't expect that story, did you?
0: No, let's just stop talking about the book. Let's find out. <laughs> I know. You don't get that every day, Bert. No, you don't. No, you don't. Well, you know what? Uh, it reminds me of uh, uh, a gentleman I had on my show many years ago, uh, Bill Bartman, and uh, him and I became friends, and 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 uh, we did some stuff together. But Bill Bartman had the same thing. Uh, it was during really? this this uh, frenzy, right? Uh, because people don't realize this, but the federal government. Just like just like everybody else, meaning they, they they almost have a cyclical type of of season, right? Where they just get fanatical about right. one area and they just go after everybody, right? And, right, and Bill right. Bartman was in was uh, caught up in and kind of like you was caught up in this net and he fought it and fought it and you know he ended up not going to jail, uh, right. but it cost him millions. Oh. And uh, they, he ended up having to file bankruptcy and they were coming oh. after him and his wife and they yeah. did the same thing they offered him multiple pleas and come to find out the I think I think they revealed on the first day of trial that that uh, one of the government's witnesses uh, their forensic financial person said that he found no wrongdoing. That was the first day of trial and so after that it just got better. but it's very scary to fight. The yeah. federal government, any government entity, but the federal government who has unlimited massive, resources. almost unlimited resources, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: And what they do is they do take all your money. So then so I actually ended up um, once I went to prison, you know, they take all your resources. So I had to go into the law library and I took a job in there and started helping. And I ended up helping like 300 other guys with their cases. And, and very similar to the theme of what we're talking about today, by helping all of them, I actually learned federal criminal law and, you know, more than I would have. You know, I'm still only know a fraction. And I was lucky enough to actually reverse my case twice, handling it pro se myself. Uh, and actually two federal judges were removed from my case wow. through this whole book. Por- so it is a crazy, bizarre narrative, which a new book is being uh, written on uh, as we speak. But yes, it, it's a pretty wild thing out there. And when you're in your world and my world where we're dealing with business owners and CEOs, unfortunately, if you've owned enough businesses, you stumble across these types of things. So when I tell people my story now, they're like, oh my God, I know a guy. (laughs) That's right. Just like you said.
0: Yeah. And and you're right. They are ruthless. They take away all your resources. And then, then they set the trial date.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. When, um, and what happens is, is of course, in just as in our situation too, everybody got up there and and said no we they, actually the opposing people said we can't find anything wrong here but it becomes you know a, a lot of things where they where they show the lifestyle that you lead now after you worked for 22 hours a day you know for 20 years to get there and so it, it's a pretty uh, impossible task
0: yes yes and and, it, and it's always amazing they do go after the lifestyle they 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 basically uh, criminalize success, right? That right. that the only way that this person could live this lifestyle is if they're doing something wrong. They're cheating. Right. The 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 less ha- the, the less right. than and, and and that's why they have this lifestyle. And, and
1: the worst part of it is 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 what I'm working on right now is you know we had a shareholders, we had employees, and you know so when you kill the golden goose. You know, all these other people are hurt during the process. And of course, you know, we're vilified and all those. But all that aside is really what I'm focusing on now is, you know, rebuilding the world and trying to, you know, go all the way back and create this amazing last chapter for my shareholders and our investors. And boy, I got a long, long way to go to do that. But I mean, that would be an amazing story if we could do that. Because what is the best revenge?
0: Sweet success,
1: sweet success, yeah, and success for everyone. <laughs> so, right. so that's what we're trying to do now. We've got a we've got a long road ahead of us, but I'm confident we'll
0: be able to do it. Well, that that is cool. I love that. I love that. Hey, speaking of sweet success, uh, while you guys are are listening to this or watching this, uh, please spank the like button. Uh, the YouTube algorithm really enjoys when you spank that like button. It really uh, helps us. Uh, get the word out there and we can help more people uh, find out uh, how they can better their life, their business. Um, So please spank that like button. And uh, towards the end of the show, we're going to be talking about uh, Free Publicity Expert, who is, uh, uh, they are the ones sponsoring today's show. Uh, So visit freepublicityexpert.com for you. That way you can get on the news um, and talk about your message and your product and services. All right. So I got to ask you this, uh, Jeffrey. Uh, the book is called Just One More The Wisdom of Bob Bukovich. Who the heck is Bob Bukovich?
1: Well, he's actually a, uh, the name came about, it was an old nickname from the rugby team at the Air Force Academy 100 years ago. Uh, but uh, Bob is, he's really, an of a lot of mentors. And when I, I've been in the military and sports and in business, you know, I've been very fortunate to be exposed to a great number of mentors who were really kind and generous with their wisdom for me. And so there's so many things that I've learned that, you know, these are all things that you just don't know until somebody tells you. And so a lot of us aren't lucky to have that wise old grandfather, you know, that maybe imparts all this wisdom on us. And so that was one of the purposes of this book to help people lead a better life, not only just in business, but the, the class and grace of life in a lot of practical applications, and but then also in a lot of more theoretical applications. And uh, so Bob Vukovic is really an amalgamation of a lot of mentors. And he takes this little guy, Cole Johnson, under his wing and once a week teaches him, you know, a new lesson throughout
0: the narrative. I love that. I love that. So the book is is a series of life lessons or parables. Uh, Why did you go with this parable type of narrative?
1: Yeah, it was really interesting how it developed is. So I had these 15 lessons, which were more in a nonfiction type of text. But then I remembered from the eight thousand conferences you and I have attended over our lives that humans like to learn through stories, and we all know we enjoy that so much more when we're listening to a great speaker like you. And you know, when when you're telling the stories, that's the best part. So we, so I created this narrative that really developed kind of almost almost magically out of my brain um, just when we started writing. And certainly Bob's journey over the last decade may have a very similar path to my own. Uh, and so what's been interesting is we've been blessed with these incredible reviews and and it's about 50% of the people say they love the lessons and that's what they really got out of the takeaways, the actionable takeaways. And then about 50% of the other people say, hey, we just really love this story. And so it's really a right brain, left brain kind of thing. And it's been really interesting to watch what people focus on.
0: That's cool. That's cool. All right. So uh, what what would you say are some of the big takeaways that you want people to walk away with from the book?
1: Well, Bob Bob has... uh, as you, as you find out along the way in the book, Bob had been on the mountaintop and was not, he was knocked uh, to the very deepest, deepest valley. And, um, you know, and so he lots of times the teacher does the teacher learn more, you know, by teaching the student. And that's a big process in here. But some of Bob's central themes, I would say, are, you know, having an open mind and having open eyes about what's really going on in the world because so many times what we see on that flat screen TV has nothing to do with reality. So much of what we hold in our core values will very likely be proven wrong in the future. And so there's just so much about everything in life that we don't know. And so we judge other people or we assume other things. Um, And so, so Bob is really big at, now that he's been crushed uh, by the society, you know he looks at it a little bit differently. And he's trying to impart that wisdom for young Cole so that Cole will learn his own truths and he'll make decisions for himself. And he won't just blindly accept what our maybe regimented society tells him. And so that's a pretty much of a, a central theme of opening the brain and thinking about, wow, I never really looked at it that way because nobody ever told me that before.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know what? And and what's interesting that, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, You know, they they say that if if you really want to save time and money, you learn from somebody else's experience, right? Right. I mean, and and so if, (laughs) unfortunately... (laughs) You know, you have to get a you got you have to get a place in your life where you're open minded to learning from other people's experience, right? Because humans are stubborn and we think we, you know, when the young the young dumb, when I say dumb, inexperienced, right? You know, we know it all. Yeah, we haven't done anything, but we know it all.
1: Right, right. In the Air Force, we, you know, we would say as lieutenants, you know, we need to learn from the mistakes of the generals so that we don't make those same mistakes. And the same thing in business and of course uh, in life, you know, and that's really kind of a, a goal of, of what I believe in family is, yeah. you know, each generation we're supposed to get a little bit better, a little bit stronger. And, you know, we wanna, we wanna take the good things from our ancestors and, you know, leave a few of the negatives behind and just, you know, it's a, it's, it is a process, trust the process keep getting better. And that's actually a, one of some of the chapters in the book is when I was in prison and everybody kind of says like, "Man, how come, you know, you were able to keep this positive attitude and, you know, I submitted over 500 motions and actions and 99.9% of those were denied." Um so, you know, you can allow yourself one day to cry and pout and have despair and pity, but but I made a commitment to every day Get stronger in three areas physically, intellectually, and emotionally, spiritually. And I thought if I could just get, you know, this much stronger, just a tiny bit stronger in each of those three categories every day, tomorrow's going to be better. And that's really what happened. It was like an incremental process to eventually win, you know, seven years later. I survived and made it out this tunnel when I was supposed to be there 14. Um, and so I was incredibly fortunate to get home with a lot of fortunate breaks in, in a lot of different ways. But but I believe it comes from just incrementally every day getting stronger.
0: Yeah. And, and, and all that getting stronger and. Getting these lucky breaks, being fortunate, all require action.
1: Correct.
0: Right. I mean, it, 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 and nothing would have happened. How many motions did you file? Five hundred.
1: Yes, over five hundred actions. Oh, right. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of a lot of denial.
0: Right. Right. But that's that's life in general. Sure. I mean, that's sure. life in general, and, and the difference is, first of all, you took action, and you took you know really massive action, right? I mean, it's, right. it's one thing to put in five or 10 or 20 motions or actions, but you know, when you're, when you're hitting 100, 300, 500, you're separating yourself and, and you're allowing the judge to realize this guy's not going any place. But bottom line is one of the reasons that you, again, we're fortunate is because you took action.
1: Right. Just like building our companies, Uh, I was a rookie stockbroker way back when, you know, I didn't have any money, never knew anybody with any money. So I really was like that funny movie, you know, uh, Charlie Sheen cold calling on the phone. And, And as you know, you know, there's a theory of end. You have to call 92 people for a lot of people to tell you to go to hell. And then for one person to say, hey, I might come in for a meeting. And so it really does apply to everything. Uh, I'm not a good looking guy like you. So when I was in college, I had to stand next to the ladies restroom at the nightclub and ask every one of them to dance. And, you know, by a theory of numbers, you know, eventually one of them would say yes. And, and so that's, I really applied all those same thoughts and practices for 2,381 days in prison. Um to be productive and turn disadvantages into advantages. And, and I've been incredibly fortunate. So, so many miracles have happened to me since I've, I've, been, I've been home at about a year and a half and just rebuilding the world. But you're right. It comes from that everyday action, starting a new company, trying to fund a startup, you know, whatever it would be. Boy, you have to reach out and talk to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, you know, what, what's, uh, what's amazing, again, it is, is the, sep- the, the listening to your story, again, I, I can't help but think about what has separated you from other people in your same position, and that is that tenacity, the, the fact that you're saying, hey, I'm going to do these three things to get stronger every day, and because you're getting stronger every day it gives you, I think, the fuel that you needed to hang in there and write one more motion and write one more right. motion and write one more motion. And, and it's little things like that, that uh, that have massive impact.
1: They really do. And, and, you know, some of the themes in the chapters in the book um, are really just extrapolations from the laws of attraction. And what you found even in that environment is by just being a cheerleader for others and helping try to help others with their cases, with their lives—you know, there's so mu- so much dramatic. So, before building our business, or whether you're thrown into this tragic situation, the more we really try to help all our competitors and help our, you know, the other people that were in in this trench with. It's amazing how that comes back to us. Like I said, I wouldn't have learned how to save myself if I hadn't spent all that time um, helping other people there. And you know, some of your greatest business ventures are when you're just helping other people and then something comes back to you. And I I talk a lot about that. There's a chapter in there about uh, being that guy at the party. You know, there's always that person at that party that spends the whole time trying to connect everyone else, trying to give referrals to everyone else. And as you've taught other people is, if you spend your whole life giving referrals to others, you'll never have to ask for one in your entire career. And so I think all that is the same stuff. And it works, you know, whatever type of adverse situation you're thrown into.
0: Yes, absolutely. Let me ask you this, when it comes to this subject, Uh, What is the most important thing that people don't know about the subject that that you'd want them to know?
1: Well, I think everybody is going to go through traumatic adversity. And, you know, we all have it. It's it's a very different formula for all of us, and there's different gradations of this. Um, When I speak to CEO groups or I speak to entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, what I try to help them with now is, hey, listen, this could happen to anyone in this room tomorrow. So the key is learn from all the mistakes that I made. Boy, I made a thousand of them. And, uh, you know, prepare yourself better for the black swan. And then know that you're going to have adversity. And you might have extreme adversity and I had this pivotal moment in my life where I actually sat down with my son who was going off to college and I said you know are you okay with if I make this decision to fight for you know what we believe is right Um, because otherwise if I you know roll over at the toughest moment in my life what does it mean about everything I've taught you you know your whole childhood And so uh, my son, Cole, was very supportive, and uh, I was incredibly fortunate for that. Um, But we're all going to have these times. And so the key is, how do we prepare ourselves and make ourselves stronger so that when we have these moments, are we going to be able to make it and make it out the other side? Because you're right. um, A great author is writing my story right now, you know, told me, you know, 99% of the people that he interviews who have been through things like that you know, really never make it back. And so what I'm trying to do is help people see the big picture, know that, hey, this is just part of life and be prepared that it's a long journey. It's a marathon, but we can get through it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Let me ask you this. If you could wave a a magic wand, so to speak, what would you love to see happen as a result of your book,
1: Well, um, certainly I would like to uh, restore so much of with myself and our shareholders and our business and our employees, so much that went through so much over over the last decade. Um, But I'd also like, I I love uh, to travel and speak to groups and help business owners and organizations on, on as big a scale as possible about preparing for these type of events but also, of course, um, you know, once you go through things like this, you kind of pull back the veil, the green curtain on what's really going on in the system. And whether that's corporate America, whether that's the federal justice system. And uh, there are so many things I would like to fix in that. And I'd like to be a positive force. Um, the, you know, criminal crim- uh, incarcerating, we have 25% of the world's incarceration is in the United States, and we only have 5% of the world's population. You know, so there's all these numbers that you've heard before. Uh, it is a crazy system. It's designed to achieve the exact opposite objective than we think it is. So, I mean, there's just so much stuff that we could fix. And regardless of our politics, regardless of our beliefs, we could do it so much better. Right. So uh, so I'm really excited about those type of things, too. Um, and, and at the end of the day, what I love do is, doing is building businesses. And because I'm a huge, I, I think, are we still allowed to say capitalism, Bert? Are we still allowed to use the word? Uh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> okay, good. Because, you know, I'm a capitalist at the core of my soul. And I believe that's what, you know, uh, Jack Welch at GE had said, you know, the key, the most important thing for your company is to be wildly profitable so that then you have Secure employees, great communities, great health care, people's children get great education and you have the means for philanthropic ventures to save the world. You know, so I love building companies and helping CEOs and helping grow our companies because that's what saves the world.
0: Yes, absolutely. Amen, my brother. And, and, (laughs) And, you know, that is so true. People, people forget. That in order to be charitable on a big level, right? You know, I'm not talking about you know a few hundred bucks here and there, or whatever. I'm talking if you really want to have massive impact. Bill Gates, who is, uh, uh, of course, you know, who has helped build uh, some schools. He's he spent uh, a couple of years making toilets that required no water because there's no plumbing in some of these third world countries and so in order to get rid of the diarrhea they 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 had to fix the toilet system or lack thereof and so you know but only you know he's able to do that because of the fact that microsoft is wildly successful
1: exactly
0: exactly And, and not that we all have to wait till we're billionaires to do stuff but you have to have money in order to give to your favorite charities to exactly to have that impact in the community. And I think one of the things I learned from China is China is one of the big capitalist countries. I mean, they, they might be a, a dictatorship, but <laughs> they're very very entrepreneurial, very capitalistic.
1: Right. You know, uh, Ayn Rand has a great um paragraph where she talks about you know if you would have taken all the politicians and the government employees and taken them back a hundred years you know would they have designed the tv and the refrigerator and the telephone and electric you know all the things that have that have made the onward march forward progress of mankind possible never you know it all is from the entrepreneurs and the businesses that actually build the great societies that allow then other people to distribute.
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we could talk about that <laughs> forever, right? I oh, mean,
1: get a little excited about it.
0: All right, um, one more time. I want to plug the book here. Um, let's see, uh, where did I do with it? All right. Um, just one more. The Wisdom of Bob bukovic available on Amazon. I'll put a link here in the show notes. Thank and you. and um, Jeffrey, it's been a blast having you on the show. If somebody wanted to reach out, find out more about you, maybe uh, talk to you about your story, consulting. Sure. what's the best website to find you at?
1: Uh, We have a whole bunch of them, but we have uh, one central one. It's simple. It's www.jeffmartinovich.com, and everything branches out of there. So uh, anybody can track me down and uh, correct my capitalistic uh, viewpoints at any time (laughs) through there.
0: I love it, Jeff. I love it very much. Thank you so much for stopping by. Looking forward to having you back again soon.
1: I appreciate it.